Welcome back to We're No Experts, uh, quite possibly the only podcast you listen to that openly advocates for the extrajudicial killing of uh, billionaires and Nazis. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Hamilton. Jonathan, I I don't think that <laughs> this is the only podcast that does, right? No, that's why Certainly. I qualified it with possibly the only podcast you listen to that does. You know what? what's funny? I have this recollection of this memory. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you jump into it, what's your name? It's it's Jim Martin. Everybody okay. knows my name, Jonathan. <laughs> All right. Don't, please continue. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> um, so <laughs> I always wanted to be able to say that to somebody. Um, but they wouldn't know anyway. Next time I get pulled over, I'll say it. There you uh, go. I'm sure it'll help. It, it seems to help most people, you know, from what I can tell. Um, yeah, anyway, so I was going to say, when my wife and I were in Ireland, like, this is probably like 10 years ago now. It's funny because there would always be these like signs that are, that would say things like really like not very uh, emphatically, right? Like like we have here, like where it would be like best whatever in whatever in the country, in the world, like the best pizza in the world right here, mm, right? Okay. And like people just put that on their signs, right? Like right in their window, best whatever, right? In, in their shop. Um, in New York and all over the country, right? Well, there it was like, it was way more like questionable. Like it'd be quite possibly the best something. And you're like, <laughs> that's so funny because you just reminded me of that. And I'm like, why, why do, like, is there a, a, like a rule? Are you just being polite? Are you not allowed to claim that you're the best if you haven't like won an award or something? Oh, you think, well, oh, but think about this, right? They're probably more sensitive to that shit because aren't they the home of the Guinness Book of World Records? I, yeah, I guess so. Right, started with the Guinness Brewery is what I, what I've heard. I think that's probably accurate. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm way off base with that. Maybe someone could write in and tell us. Mailbag at noexpertspodcast.com. Uh, tweet at noexpertspod. Um, but that's great. I'd like to see more of that here. Actually, I, I'd take it a step further, man. I just want to see a place that says, you know, such and such is deli. Pretty good sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd eat there. Quite possibly <laughs> the best sandwich y- you might eat today. Yeah, right. There's uh <laughs> what what is it like um one of the one of the uh bananas, one of the brands of bananas, I guess, is like they used to market themselves as quite possibly the world's most perfect food. Do you remember that? <laughs> it was like Chiquita or something. Were there or like Dole? commercials? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a banana commercial. Ah, yeah, they used to do uh, Chiquita and Dole used to have a bunch of different fruit type commercials. And one of them was quite possibly the world's most perfect food, they said. And I was like, there's no way that's true. How could it be? Bananas be good, though. Bananas are good. I enjoy bananas. I had one this morning, as a matter of fact. It's my uh, weekday breakfast, usually. It's as much breakfast as I ever eat during the week. Now, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. Okay. But... How do you peel a banana? Well, now I switch it up because I'm a weirdo. Uh, I will open from the stem, which is, I think, the most natural thing for most people. Because when you break it from the bunch, that's usually the part that's sticking up in your hand, right? But every once in a while, not even every once in a while, probably half the time, I flip it and peel from the bottom because I read that you get less of the strings when you do it that way. I just think it's easier, too. Yeah. I don't think it's easier. I do. You just pinch it a little bit, and then it just splits right open right there, like hmm. right at that little hard spot at the bottom. Is there yeah. another method that we possibly don't know about? 
I mean, somebody maybe tries to go straight from the middle. Huh. Is that a thing? Could you maybe with a knife? Can you just but, cut it? Well, if you've got a knife, oh yeah, you could certainly. I've I've definitely done that. Uh, making you know uh, ice cream and stuff like that when you want to blend up yeah. a banana or, or a smoothie or whatever, you just cut it in the middle and then you just kind of squeeze on the end and it pops right out of the peel. Most it's times. Still crazy though. There's what what like it's hard to peel a banana. Well, but if I've got a knife out for other fruit anyway, you know, chopping some strawberries or whatever. Now I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Right. Well, good thing this is an all-food-related episode. Isn't no, it? it's not. <laughs> oh, wait. What, what were we going to talk about today? I don't even remember. This was your idea. We were going to talk in a very general way about correcting people, correcting right. people's language and, and yeah. spelling and stuff, right? Yeah, like the grammar police. So, so tell me this. What was it that prompted this topic for you? How on the show you're always correcting me when I'm wrong, Jonathan? <laughs> makes me just feel bad is all no um last last episode it kind of came up i don't remember how i should have i should have re-listened or or made a note or something about that but it kind of came up didn't it on the episode uh like the idea of correcting people and it made me think like this kind of comes up a lot doesn't it and i think we should just have an episode about it and so my thought was really when is it okay or not okay to correct somebody. And when I mean correct somebody, I guess I'm using that pretty vaguely, but I'm doing it on purpose, right? Um, I said to the grammar police a second ago, and that's certainly one of them because that's a time when people, you know, uh, correct others or get corrected, right? Whether it's online or whether it's, you know, in, in person or, yeah, I don't really care here. Like, let's, 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 you know. But, but you also mean it, you also mean it more universally than just correcting like if like if someone said that uh, Michael Stipe was in U two, you 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 mean like a correction like that? No, he's in REM, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, I do. And I, what I don't mean, I just mean mostly socially, right? I don't mean if it's your job. Okay. Yeah, right? sure. If you're a fucking editor, like, or even <laughs> if like, you know, like whatever. If there's a reason to proof something for your work, like it would be a good idea to review, uh, you know something before it gets published or, yeah. or whatever it might be, then yes, I don't, I don't care about that. I'm not talking about that. Okay. Do, do you have Mostly your friends? Okay. Do you have a, do you have a, um, uh, a sort of point of entry into this, like, uh, an experience that you've had where you've been corrected well, or I, corrected someone else? I think it's come up on the show more than once. The idea of people saying like a saying wrong, not necessarily an idiom, um, but it could be an idiom, right? We talk about idioms a lot. Like when somebody says, uh, that doesn't jive, yeah. I'm sure that's come up more than once. Right. Sure. And while we say jibe with a B, um, not everybody does. And I've even noticed in, in, in movies and TV shows, sometimes people don't do it. And I'm like, yeah. did they do that intentionally? Did the writer put that in there? Because either a, they don't know better or B they, uh, like they just wanted the, character to 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 say it that way to seem more I don't wrong know, human relatable <laughs> yeah wrong like yeah because you know i mean it's okay like this person what might be the kind of person that wouldn't know that or would use this incorrectly yeah so um that's one of them right and and i hear it all the time and i never correct anybody and i'll tell you the only reason i don't even though it bothers me is because i just don't like to be corrected when i make a mistake 
Yeah, I think right? that's fair. It doesn't necessarily feel good, I guess. Uh, but there have been times where you found out after the fact that you were wrong about something and you wish that someone would have told you, right? Yeah, for sure. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So, so it's like a, it's a tightrope that you have to walk in a lot of ways. Um, I want to confess, I used to be, and I can already hear a bunch of people saying used to be, <laughs> I used to be real uptight about correcting people's spelling and grammar. Like, real uptight about it. To the point that, like, I was the guy online typing in perfect sentences, complete sentences, always capitalizing when I should, using punctuation and all that. And it took yeah. me a long time to sort of get over that, even speaking informally. Um, and And I can tell you what motivated me and how I started down that path, if you can't you know, imagine, but maybe that'll help yeah. shed some light. Please share. So this goes back to like childhood. Do you remember um, when you were in school, did you ever have spelling classes? No, I mean, in elementary school, like there was like not specific classes, not really. Like you were just for the most part with the same teacher all day. So there were like subjects and yeah. spelling was a subject. Okay. Yeah. And, like, and it wasn't and like you... a different class like art or gym was. No, 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 no. Just like you had a book for it. You specifically took spelling tests. Yep. You I do remember that. Yeah. That was the same taught spelling. School. Yeah. Okay. So I remember taking spelling tests and I remember doing very well on them because for whatever reason spelling just came kind of naturally to me and I thought all the different rules and exceptions and things like that were interesting and it just stuck in my head when I was a little kid for whatever reason um and one of the one of the things that I remember very clearly maybe this was something we only did at my school I don't know but I remember that the teacher would not after after a couple of years we stopped having the teacher grade spelling tests and spelling worksheets the teacher would have us exchange papers and grade each other's papers. Yeah. Yeah, we did that too. Yeah. So we would have an answer key, you know, and we'd go and mark the paper and say, you know, minus one point or whatever, right? Because you, you forgot the e, the silent E at the end or whatever the hell it was. And to me as a little kid, like, that was very strange. I say little kid. I guess I was probably nine or ten, but that's a little kid. Um it was very strange to be in a position of authority like that. Now we weren't determining anyone's final grade or anything, but we, but we were still being trusted to do that marking. Right. And that if you marked it correctly, that it was the grade that the, your classmate got, you know, and it was really weird as a little kid to be in that position of, of kind of authority. And it's not that I developed like a taste for authority or whatever, but what it told me was that number one, spelling was important, and I and I guess there's an argument to be made there, but that number two, um, it was appropriate for us to correct our peers, right? Because that was the behavior that we were being taught to do. You know, if you see the spelling error on the paper, correct it. And then, if I happen to see a spelling error when someone was working on something and we were collaborating. I don't want them to get marks off or points off because they misspelled something. So what am I going to do? If I know that it's spelled wrong, I'm going to tell them it's spelled wrong, right? And that's kind of where it all started. I think I think you can kind of sympathize with that a little bit. You can see how a kid gets down that path. 
listen, Hambone, I think you <laughs> overthought this a lot, right? Um, I, th- I think it's just lazy teachering, personally. Like, <laughs> so there's some good grammar for you. Um, right? Like, that's all it was, plain and simple. They didn't have the internet, so the teachers all went to a conference. And they're like, oh, you know what the fuck I do? I have my kids exchange their spelling tests but, and grade them themselves. But look, like, that's genius. But that's, the, but, that's, but that's the point. It doesn't matter what the teacher's intent was. What what matters is what lesson did that communicate that they may not have intended, right? Yeah, and that's, right. And that's where, it's, that's where it started for me anyway was all of a sudden – Here's something that's important. You you are expected to it's it's so important that you're expected to correct each other, you know? And like I became kind of a terror because I would see kids most kids can't spell very well. It's just a fact, right? Because spelling is hard and 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 literacy is hard. Teaching literacy is hard. And if you're a good speller and most of the people around you are bad spellers, you have so many opportunities to help you know, from your perspective, you're helping, right? And it only gets worse when you get into grammar and when you get into like style and you're being expected to write, you know, like in a formal or academic sort of way, like there are so many pitfalls and so many opportunities to fuck it up, right? Um, and it just carried forward from there. And I turned into, you know, like you said, grammar police, and it, and it and it wasn't sufferable. I realize that in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, and you don't. No one called you out on it. No, 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 no. People would certainly call me out. Absolutely, I'd get into arguments with people over it. Even you know, like okay, what is so? You mentioned having some pet peeves around idioms that people get wrong, or like uncommon terms that people get wrong. But what's like your number one pet peeve out of all grammar mistakes that you see? Do you have one off the top of your head? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. No, I could. I don't think I could rank it because there's not any one that's, you know, worse than the other. Because uh, I see so many fucking things wrong anyway. <laughs> um, that like I just have to let it go. Right? Well, I can. And, I can tell you one jumps to the top of my mind, and I bet you'll agree with me. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. And and that's your versus your. In other words, the possessive pronoun your versus the contraction of you are. People get will use y o u r when they mean y o u apostrophe r e, and it, yeah, yeah that that bothers me for sure. But you don't think that sometimes, especially now, that might just be like a typing error. N- well, n- the reason I bring it up is because that's the one that I was mad militant about, and and if I saw that, like okay, so I would see it, and it was so bad that it's like. This person seems like they're not smart as a result of seeing that, as a result of using or making that mistake, I should say. So I'm going to go out of my way to say what you meant was your, you are, and and teach them, you know, to not make that mistake again. And that kind, like, no one appreciates that. No one likes that. It's never cool. It was never cool of me to have done that. No one was helped by that but it was so annoying and so obvious and so i felt reflected badly on other people that i felt it was like my place to tell them you know do you think that maybe anybody in the long run was 
appreciative of it, even if they weren't right then and there. Do you think there's somebody now that's like, thanks, Jonathan? No, no, no. No, And I'll tell you why. Because even if they learned the difference and internalized it, right, every time that from that point forward that they caught themselves making the same mistake and correcting it, like if they were typing a rough draft of a paper or something like that, right, they were remembered or not remembered. They were reminded of me making them feel dumb. And no one wants to feel like that. No one wants to be reminded yeah. of that feeling. So, like, right. I, there's no possible positive upside to it. You know, I can realize okay. that now. Is there a different approach you think you could have taken and that would have, um, you know, resulted in, in, well, the other outcome, right? That they were more appreciative of it, but, you know, but yet still point it out and get the point across that, hey, you're doing this wrong. No, no, and I think this speaks to the the question that you're driving at which is when is it ever appropriate i think the right. the only time for that is when someone specifically seeks your feedback on spelling or grammar or whatever or or more broadly when someone specifically asks you to correct them what whatever it is like look over this did i make any factual mistakes look over this did i make any typos look over this uh you know am i off key you know what i'm saying like if they don't ask specifically yeah. to be corrected, I think you should just leave it alone for the most part. Which normally doesn't happen in the course of, you know, like if you're just, if you're on, let's say the two things that come to mind for me is either you're reading like a thread, like on, on, uh, online, right? Like it's, it may be some kind of comment section about you're on Reddit something. or something, you just read an article, you're on Reddit. Yeah. You're on social media. I don't know. Uh, whatever it is, or you're having a conversation with people, like you're in a social setting in, in, you know, you're sitting down with a group of people, maybe you're at dinner and, you know, there's a topic of conversation that comes up and somebody says, I could care less. And (laughs) they're like, I could care less about that, Jonathan. And uh, yeah, there you go. I didn't say it earlier, but that's gotta be my number one. Um, I don't correct it though, right? Like I really want to. I really want to be like, oh, so you do care at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you could care less, I mean, you must care some. Yeah. With, with language, with language is trickier because what's important is do you understand the idea that someone's trying to communicate? And if you understand it, even though it's formally incorrect, you should probably just let it lie, you know? Um, lie, oh, lie, by the way, that's a big one for me. Uh, the difference between lie and lay, uh, the, the intransitive versus transitive, uh, form of a word. Um, like it bothers me when, when people say, you know, I laid down to go to sleep. Well, no, the fuck you didn't. You, you lay down to go to sleep because that's the past tense oh, of lie, wow. you know? Yeah, man. But am I, I, pro- I probably would get that wrong all day. Well, yeah, right. Like, especially here in the South, like the vernacular is to just say, laid for the past tense when what you mean is lay you know we don't really make a distinction between lie and lay uh or sometimes even rise and raise for that matter um yeah so you know like you gotta you gotta let it go if you understand what someone's driving at it's not doing anyone any favors to like uh harp on it (laughs) although if it's like the topic of conversation is you know what are some common mistakes or whatever that annoy you or um 
what sayings do you use or words do you use without really knowing what you're saying? You know, that's different. But how often does that shit come up if you don't host a podcast? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. That's why we do though. <laughs> so we can talk about it. Well, this is an um, opportunity for you then, man. This is your, uh, your platform to, to sort of raise awareness about the proof is in the pudding and stuff like that. Right. That's a great example. And, and, but that's why we, that's why we like to get into these idioms. And there's so many of those that there's so many times where I didn't know, um, something until I read it, you know, I read it, right. I saw, I saw it in print somewhere and I'm like, Oh wait, huh. That's interesting. It's J I B E. Right. Because I was like, I didn't, I didn't know that about, I've been saying this wrong. And you know, and that's why I, I don't like to correct anybody is because normally I don't know. I, yeah. oftentimes I hear something before I, I, uh, I read it. And so I just, it just ends up, you, it catches on, you regurgitate it. You've always said it that way. You don't even remember where you got it from. Right. Yeah. Um, you don't think about it, but that's the problem is that like, it makes me feel bad because if I would have thought about it, you know, um, maybe I would have gotten it right now. It jibes probably a bad, a bad one because it's just two completely different words. Yeah. Right. You know, like they're, they don't mean the same thing, but you don't generally use the word jive very often. Right. Hell, you don't really use jive very often either. But um, but the could, couldn't thing, like, I mean, you really that one you just have to think about for two seconds and you'll be like, I'm saying this wrong. Is, is there is there one that you know that you've got wrong, but you just can't break the habit? No, not that I'm aware of. There probably is. Like, realistically, yeah, there's probably all kinds of things. I don't know if there's, like, idioms or phrases I say wrong, but there's certainly, like, words or just, <laughs> just like, parts of speech. Absolutely, right? <laughs> like, what you were saying a second ago about, like, lie versus laid versus, right? Like, no, I, yeah, I get those kind of things wrong all the time. And I don't know. Is that... Should I blame my, 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 my poor education, right? I'm not really sure. At some point, like, you got to take part of the blame yourself. But I guess we're getting a little off topic here, mm. and that's when, you know, is there a time then? Like, so far, we, we're, you're thinking there's – I'm still thinking there's not really a good time to correct somebody. When they specifically ask for your corrections – that that I think is inarguable, right? If if I yeah well well look it, yeah, well. if 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 I came to you and said you know hey I got a draft of an email that I want to send um I want to look good it's kind of sensitive I want to make sure that the you know the tone is is right and the spelling is right and all that and I misspelled peace and you know uh, or I misspelled I don't know what's a word people misspell all the time like ridiculous right and you caught that. You'd feel comfortable telling me because I asked you, right? Yeah, um, right. Yes, of course. Okay, so I, I think yeah, and there, I I would even maybe make a suggestion or two about just a way to make even if what you've said is proper, I and and what I'm my suggestion might be to change something to keep it every bit as proper, but just to phrase something differently to make maybe make it sound a little more pleasant or you know, something that, I don't know, maybe, maybe comes off a little better. Yeah. Um, and that's the idea generally be behind asking for advice. But if somebody doesn't, what about forget like parts of speech or spelling or grammar okay. for a second? Yeah. What if somebody just says something that's wrong? Like you were saying a second ago, like when s somebody's like, Oh, that, 
fucking drum solo there, man. Uh, uh, you know, Jimmy Page really fucking killed it. And you're like, what? <laughs> Moby Dick, man. Jimmy Page just fucking nails that shit. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, do you, that, that, that's a little innocent, right? Like we, you know, you can laugh at that because I'm joking, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, no one thinks that. But if somebody did, would you correct me? Um, yeah, I often do actually. If I know it's wrong, then I'll I'll say, you know, actually it's and actually is the worst way to start that sort of shit. I'll be like, actually it's John that was John Bonham. Like credit where it's due, you know. Um or if I'm not a hundred percent sure, I'll say, Are you sure are you sure Jimmy Page? Are you sure it's not, you know, someone else? Um Well then have you ever had how much have you had that back? What's the usual response are most people generally like oh thanks i didn't know that or do they get defensive about it generally people aren't defensive about that in my experience but it's really only my friends that i'm doing that with you know i and and the difference is like if it's not important then i'll just say it's not important or just not say it at all you know if you're if you're talking about moby dick I guess that's one thing because that's not everyone's favorite Led Zeppelin song. <laughs> Maybe that's worth correcting, but uh, it's just one of the ones with a lot of problems. yeah, right. Um, but on the other hand, like if you were talking about something that happened on, you know, fucking uh, an an episode of Jimmy Fallon that you were watching years ago, and you were wrong about whether it was the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon or the Late Show with Jimmy Fallon, I wouldn't give a fuck because it doesn't matter really right unless it's like somehow critical with like which specific show you were talking about but i can't even imagine a scenario you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you mean i get that wrong all the time there's there's a great clip of um john snow going to dinner with i think it's jimmy fallon and it's like him and his friends actually sitting around having dinner and then like john snow's there in character and uh or whatever the guy Kit Harrington but but he yeah, is John Snow in the sketch I know what you're talking about right yeah. and I'm always like I never remember I think it's I want to say it's actually Seth Meyers it might be <laughs> yeah I don't fucking know like if you can just throw in whatever name you want you could put Jay Leno yeah. in there and as long as you do and then John Snow dinner like you could put Tonight Show Letterman I don't fucking know it doesn't matter like YouTube will find yeah. it for you it's funny yeah that's um that's something like specifically with works of art or you know any sort of uh, creative output if if i if it's been misattributed and i know who it should be attributed to instead i will speak up because i think it's important to make sure that uh creative works get proper attribution um so like those are two great examples the 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 moby dick and the uh uh john snow examples there i think it's important if you know the difference that you that you tell someone and not just because uh, what it's not like fucking Seth Meyers is actually going to like uh, benefit in some way from, from, from that correction. It's, it's more like, well, if that person is, is wrong about um, like, let's say that someone says they, their favorite ZZ top song is radar love, right? I'm definitely going to correct that because if they want to hear more songs like radar love, they're not they probably don't want to listen to ZZ Top actually, right? Um like it it's a way to point people in the right direction to make sure that they're actually looking for the right thing, right? Does that make sense? I find that yeah, but 
I don't have a better reason, but more often than not, I don't correct people in these situations. <laughs> you still haven't found the spot where I do it. Um, because I guess I'm afraid of hurting somebody's feelings <laughs> or making them feel bad or it's just not worth it. Um, like some combination of all those things. I haven't really encountered this, but I think maybe if somebody was coming off like a pretentious asshole, I might try to do it. Oh, right? yeah. And they were like looking at like if I was – if they were, if I was in an art gallery and they were like going on about the different techniques used on this, you know, fucking Picasso and rambling about like how awesome it is because and then using a bunch of adjectives to describe the 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 you know the style or the brush strokes or some shit, and it turns out it was like a Van Gogh and I knew yeah. it, like I would probably correct that person. Um, but that never really happens, right? It happens in movies or something, but it doesn't happen to me. Maybe you're just not having the right conversations. Maybe you just. Well, I don't hang out in a lot of art galleries either. <laughs> well, during COVID, you probably shouldn't. I can't imagine many no, of and them. And I also them. don't know anything about art. If you couldn't tell by by what I just said. Um, um, well, Picasso was a uh, primarily a cubist, and Van Gogh was primarily an impressionistic painter. I think that's the distinction between the two. I think you could. Van Gogh painted Starry Night. Yeah. I guess. I think so. Sure. Why not? But I think you could tell the difference between their works in particular. And if someone got that wrong, I think that would bother me quite a bit, particularly if it was a self-portrait. With Picasso, maybe you wouldn't know that it was Picasso himself, but you would definitely know that it wasn't a painting by Van Gogh. <laughs> or you should. Neither one of them were Ninja Turtles, though, right? No, no. Ninja Turtles uh, mostly named after... Um, uh, Italian Renaissance artists, I think. Oh, so okay. very different. Yeah, very different time. Yeah. Very different place. <laughs> okay. I was just, I, I was just testing you, Jonathan. Well, you know, one thing that bothered me about the Ninja Turtles is when they introduced the 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 female turtle, and her her name was Mona Lisa. Do you remember that? No. That came no, I later, don't. I guess. Yeah. I watched, I feel like I watched the whole original series. She, she like didn't come the, in on the original, though. Yeah, that never happened. I mean, definitely they introduced, like, Casey Jones yeah. and, and some other characters later in that series before it ended. But I'm pretty sure I saw it all the way to the end, which I don't, I don't think it got a proper ending. Just probably got canceled. Well, the original series, I think, uh, moved to, like, CBS Saturday mornings and they changed up some elements like that's around the time that Michelangelo lost his nunchucks and got the stupid uh, grappling hook instead. Does any of that see, ring that's a bell? Probably, I'm not counting that then as yeah. being that's like, that's like version two at that point. <laughs> um, what's uh what's a correction that you yourself have done recently? Anything come to mind? <sighs> not super recently, but I don't want to get too, too personal, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, more like, we, we, you know, we, we try to keep this light and uh, there's a reason. Professional. Right? Well, no, I don't care about being okay. professional. Um, but no, there is so – I think the, to, the only times I will correct somebody is if they're wrong. And I think it's in a type of way that like it deserves correcting because maybe it will – like historically, like like I, I get that like historically like the the like the – the music thing we talked about or the painting thing is like maybe needs correcting too, but I can just let that slide. But where I, I can't, um, for example, is when somebody, I think this is, 
I haven't heard about it super recently, but obviously it was a topic not very long ago, and it, I'm sure, will continue to be, rightfully so, a topic, uh, I don't know, for a little while still to come. Hopefully not too long. Uh, that would be great. But the the statues, specifically the Confederate statues that we have all around this country, all around the world, definitely here in the South, right? Um, so when that was a thing and people would talk about that or it would come up and occasionally you find the the kind of middle of the road type person that's like, well, you know, I think we need to do something, you know, historical about this or maybe it belongs in a museum. And I'm kind of like, no, fuck that. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's OK to 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 inform somebody at that point, like, look. That shit's garbage. Like, it was just mass-produced trash. Long after like, the end of the Civil War. There's a reason that when they pulled that one down in Durham, thank thank you all for doing <laughs> that, that it just fell apart. And that's just because, like, seriously, it was – and it's okay to, to correct somebody if they don't know that or especially if they're saying kind of the opposite of that. Like, you know, like maybe it was created by an artist and that, you know, it represents somebody's artwork. And you're like, no, it doesn't. Like it's not like what we were just talking about a second ago. It's no fucking Picasso. So, so right? calling calling out a lie is a context in which it's appropriate to correct someone. Yeah, but he, but even if that person's not intentionally lying, right? They're just maybe maybe they heard it from somebody else and they just thought, hey, this is a good idea. I could see why somebody might like you know why somebody might think this is a good idea and and so they just kind of latched onto it and you're like wait hold on a second that's a it's not a good idea or b you've got part of that wrong yeah um but i don't know i don't know what to call that right because again yeah i guess it's it's it certainly is a lie i mean it's a lie that somebody has spread for some reason um it's not like you're like what you're saying about like the whole jimmy page john bonham thing we we talked about a second ago where somebody just had the details wrong um but yeah, I, I don't know what to call that. Where there's just a certain level where it's like, nah, this probably shouldn't be permissible. This needs this needs correction. Well, if a, you know, you know, a person's living with, uh, you know, a misapprehension, they've had the wool pulled over their eyes, right? Like, if you know better and you know for sure that they've been duped or they've got inaccurate information that might lead them to harm, <laughs> right? You kind of have yeah. a responsibility to to light their path, not to make it sound. Uh, more high flown than than what it is, but uh, you know, tolerating shit like like your specific example there, tolerating shit like that isn't helping anyone. Uh, doesn't mean that you know you should assume that the person has the worst intentions, but it definitely means they don't have the best information. So if if right. if someone doesn't say something, what do you think's going to happen? It's just going to get worse, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I guess that's why I do feel the need to to correct in a situation like that. But short of that, man, I don't know. Let let me tell you a more lighthearted example where I think I was kind of in the wrong. Uh, (laughs) I guess I'm treating this kind of like a a confession. Um, Very recently, like the other night, Sonia was making um, dinner or planning to make dinner. And she planned to do a chicken pot pie. Okay. And I wasn't in the kitchen at the time. And she said from the kitchen um, that she thinks instead of a chicken pot pie, we're going to have chicken pot pie soup. And I, and I asked, well, what, what makes it soup? And uh, like, why, why would you, if you have the stuff for chicken pot pie, why would you make it a soup? And what is, what is that? And she said that she didn't have pie crust. And I said, 
well, then there's nothing pot pie about that. It's just chicken soup, right? You, you're telling me it's just going to be chicken and vegetables, right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're not wrong. I could see why it would be easier if you're like, well, making it as a pie is hard because usually you get the crust, but you still have to make the top sure. yourself or whatever, right? Like roll out some dough and, and put the, the pie top on, especially for a pot pie. But, man, like, yeah, so I could see why you're just like, well, I'm just going to break the shit up and put it in kind of more like dumplings. Well, yeah, that's, in the, in that's the, what I was curious about, right? Because – Yeah, that I know, that would probably be good. I, I'd get down with that, but minus the chicken. But, um, but the – yeah, man. No, like I would. You need to let that go. <laughs> this is, that was a bad move. This is. I'm guessing that didn't work out well for you. Well, I mean, you know, it, it didn't work out not well. I still got dinner, didn't I? But, <laughs> but I, I did have to admit, like, that it really wasn't a distinction worth making. Although, not in my defense, but by way of explanation. Um, if if I'm told to expect one thing for dinner and it turns out different than what I expected, that puts me off quite a bit. I'm like pretty particular, not, not a picky eater, but like, you know, if you tell me that we're going to have mashed potatoes on the side and then it turns out to be, I don't know, tater tots on the side instead or whatever, I'm kind of like, oh man, <laughs> cause like I'll get hyped up for one thing. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's interesting. Uh, I don't think it's that interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised. I did not know that. I'll try to keep that in mind. Well, because did you did you get a side of cold shoulder? With <laughs> I did. I did uh, wind up asking for permission to uh, bring this up on the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably a good idea too, man. Because um, I realized, yeah. hey, we're going to be talking about correcting people and how, and when is it okay? And I want to give this as an example of when it's not. <laughs> Well, hey, you know, the funny thing about that is, though, like, it's so easy to correct the people we're closest to, right? Um, and, and it's like, the closer you are, the more comfortable you are with somebody, the easier it is to do that. Like, like when I say I won't do that, for the most part, the, the exception is probably my wife, maybe my parents, my brother. And it's like, oh, wait, why am I comfortable doing it with them? Yeah. But I'm not comfortable doing it to a stranger. Yeah. I mean, maybe somebody I might not even ever see again. Right. right. Like, that's ridiculous. If I know that it might make them feel bad, like, I mean, I don't want to make anybody feel bad, but the people I should want to make, I should want to not make feel bad the most would be the people I care for the most. Well, do you, do you have a theory um, of why that is? Just simply because I'm the most comfortable with them. You know, like I'm around them all the time. Well, I'm not around my parents all the time, but I'm certainly more comfortable with them than, than virtually anybody except for probably my wife i i think what it comes down to is if you you so like let's let's say your parents right you've had thousands of experiences with your parents they've seen lots of different sides of you in different contexts they they know what's good about you you know they know uh lots about you right if you correct your parents three times in your life that's that's like a drop of water in the ocean versus if you correct a stranger that's like the majority of the interaction the majority of experience that they will ever have with you yeah that's right a good point. it's way more forgivable if someone knows that you're not generally a prick and you're just being a prick about correcting them one time the impact is so much lower 
depending. I guess it depends on what you're correcting them about <laughs> and how exactly you're correcting them. But it's not nearly the same as correcting someone that you don't really have that much contact with, right? That's my idea anyway. For better or worse, I don't I don't think it makes it okay or not okay either way. But I think that's personally why I would feel more comfortable correcting someone that I was close to versus a stranger, right? Also, there's no upside to correcting a stranger, really, because, like, who cares? I don't really care if a stranger's wrong about something because it doesn't reflect on me. Whereas, like, yeah. you know, if, if you know, my mom got Y-O-U-R versus Y-O-U apostrophe R-E wrong, I'd be mortified because that doesn't reflect well on me. <laughs> is there is there one that you get wrong a lot? You find yourself making the same mistake over and over? You asked me that earlier, I think, but... I don't know. Did you say anything about that? There's a there's a couple that I'm prone to making, uh, specifically harass and, and embarrass. One has one R and one has two R's, and I never can remember which is which. And so I tend to make that typo a lot without spell check. Um, there was a saying too, an idiom that I was going to bring up. Oh, I remember now. I was going to bring this one up because it's one that I bet you'll say that it's not wrong, and, and I think I know the reason why. Um, you've got another thing coming. I say that a lot, but, uh, well, maybe not a lot, but, but more often than not, I say you've got another thing coming, but the actual idiom is you've got another think coming. And the reason why I, no, I think, didn't know, I didn't know that I, I would have said thing T H I N G as well. Do you, do you know why? I think the reason why most people say think, well, it's probably because, or thing is because thing is much more commonly used in that context because think isn't even really grammatically appropriate there. I guess it's like a Marx Brothers bit or something like that. If you think that, you've got another think coming. You know what I mean? Like it's a comedic thing. Wait, um, wait, wait. So, But it is think, right? Think is what you're supposed to say. Well, well, That's well, the correct Well, right, yeah. Idiom? Yeah, right. But, 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 but here's the thing. I think the usage has shifted enough that it's not wrong to say thing anymore. And I bet we can trace it back to fucking Judas Priest. Right. That's the song where it's like the hook, right? It keeps repeating. Yeah. And, and the title are, of the song sure it wasn't ACDC. I'm pretty sure it wasn't ACDC. Come on now. <laughs> but the, but the, but the title of the song, like if you, if you look at the tape and everything, it says thing with a G. Yeah, right? right. No, I don't. I don't listen to Judas Priest much, but I know the song and I can hear it in my head. And well, I just that one line, but it's thing. They're saying thing. I'm sure of it. Yeah, they are. They are for sure. It's on the track listing on the album and everything. So, uh, you know, I will. I, even though I consciously know that it really ought to be think, and it and it arguably makes more sense to say it as think. I'll still say thing just because that's some more common usage, but I still feel kind of wrong inside when I do it. Like I'm capitulating. Let's, let's tweet at Judas Priest later. Okay. And tell them yeah, that, that they're sounds, wrong. Do you think that, anyone's ever done that? Uh, We'd yeah, be the first, I, wouldn't we? No. <laughs> no. I'm sure somebody has fucking hit them up and said, hey, by the way, did you know? I don't know who wrote the song, actually. Maybe we should tweet at the songwriter. Can you name a member of that band? Uh, is Rob Halford in Judas Priest? I, don't, I wouldn't know. I, yeah, no, I don't know. I can't. I can't look. I can't. I can't doubt you unless you name somebody that I know for sure. Isn't? Yeah, right? it's Rob Halford. Rob Halford's know. like the front man of Judas Priest, right? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um. So th- here's an embarrassing ad- admission, right? Is that uh, I I definitely wouldn't have known when to use um. 
Jonathan and me versus Jonathan and I. Oh, like, properly until until like well after well well into adult. Really, I, when I when I figured when I learned the the proper way to do well, that, and I might even still. I don't think I get it wrong. I think I know it now. Well, hang on, hang but, on. Wait, I mean, I, let's, I let's There's plenty of times where people get that wrong, though, and I'm certainly not going to correct. Them. All right. Well, look, I don't want to cast dispersions on you as a student, but you were 100% taught this in school, in your English. Oh, classes. I don't know. You were maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, we watch this uh, this show, 90 Day Fiance, and all the spinoffs. You know what I mean? And it's so weird because on this show. The, when they're doing like the little interview segments and stuff, the people on camera, the subjects of the show, consistently use the objective case incorrectly. Like they're going out of their way to say it wrong. And I feel like they're being coached to say it wrong by the show because it's so consistent. It's crazy. Um, do you want a tip on how to remember the right thing to do? I can I can give you my, the tip that I, I know of and that I follow. All right, now. go ahead. Let's hear it. It's basically if you were to leave off the other person, would you just say I or me? That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was a grown ass man when I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's it's super easy. Like if if I'll tell you one thing, if a teacher told me that when I was young, they didn't explain it that way and it didn't stick. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's all you needed to tell me. That's that's so fucking easy. Yeah, and instead they teach it as okay. Well, this is this is something in English called the objective case, and you'll almost never need to use it again. It's uh, it's the same thing that determines uh when you use like who versus whom, if that makes sense. Do you know? The... Oh no, I don't know when to. No, I don't know. There's a rule to that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Who is uh, like a nominative form? You know, when you're referring to someone as like uh, uh, they'd be the subject. You know, if, if, if I were to say, um, you know, the other day I was talking to Jim Martin, who is my co-host, by the way, uh, actually that's a bad example for what I just said, <laughs> but, but, but whom is used, uh, when someone is like the object of the action, right? So, uh, if I said, oh, I'm going to, um, send out an email later and someone said, well, to whom are you going to send it? Right. Whom, right. Cause they're receiving, they're the object I'm sending it to them. They're the indirect object in that case, but it goes for the direct object as well. So I, does that mean? Does that mean we also need to tweet at John and Westall and tell him it should be whom are you? No, because who you? That's nominative, man. Like when you use. I was uh, just kidding. I don't know. Oh, okay. I still don't know the difference, Jonathan. <laughs> you need a fucking easier explanation. <laughs> Obviously, I can't tell the difference. Um, yeah, so. There's got to be a better rule than that. Something like, and you know what? Here's the thing with grammar and with, uh, I don't want to say punctuation and stuff, but like mostly just grammar. Okay. Right? It doesn't fucking matter. Like it doesn't matter if you know parts of speech. It doesn't, because look, if you get it wrong, no one gives a shit for the most part. And no, no one, most people don't care. Most people aren't going to correct you. And most people also probably don't know better. Um, so it's fine. Uh, but using the complete wrong word is a little different, I think. I think I still stand by, like, I, it bothers me if I say, you know, I could care less or, you know, that doesn't jive. Like, there's probably a million other of those examples. And and, and I'm sure I do it too, uh, to this day with, with some of those. But um, it, it 
it's different than than like what you were saying with getting, you know, it's a d- totally different meaning of a word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't honestly really care that much about who versus whom, to be honest with you. I think you can largely do away with the distinction of of whom. You can just say who everywhere that you would say whom, and you're probably fine. Um, but yeah, whom sounds pretentious. I never use whom unless specifically the only time I use whom is if I'm typing to whom it may concern, which I've probably <laughs> typed that like three times in my life. So that's the only time I've used whom. Uh, that's fair. Um, I, I do kind of have to disagree with you about grammar not mattering though, because I think you're saying that from the standpoint of people generally being right in how they express themselves. In other words, their grammar isn't that bad. It's just there, there are finer points that, that people, uh, uh, fuck up on and, and we should overlook those that I agree with, but I think it's important to speak, you know, in the right fucking verb tense. I think it's important, you know, to use coordinating conjunctions and shit like that. Even if you don't know how to describe yourself as doing those things, uh, and when you get them wrong and it makes you misunderstood, that's clearly a problem. Yeah, I guess if you're wrong to the point where you're misunderstood. Okay, I'll give you that. And that's the thing. Like, that's the reason why, uh, again, I, I feel like I'm getting back on the old soapbox here. But that's why it's important to kind of give a shit about grammar because you, no one wants to be misunderstood, right? Like, you want, if you go to the trouble of saying something, you want people to get it. I would think. I think you should give a shit enough so that, look, once you're past the age of learning it, right? Like, you can't go back, right? So, we're like, I'm talking as an adult and I'm talking to adults here, right? Like, hopefully no kids are listening to this. (laughs) You know what? I don't give a fuck if they are. (laughs) But, like, you're not going to – I'm not going to make you care anyway, and you're not going to care, right? Like you're either going to care as much as you're going to no matter what I say or do about it, right? So the effort you put into learning this when you're younger like is what it is, is the way I see it. Now, later in life is is I guess where I'm coming from, at, where I'm coming at it from, and that's you should care to the point where – if you learn, try to try to change it, right? Try to make a, a you know a, a concerted effort to, um, you know, use the right word or say the right thing or whatever it might be. If if you get corrected, or more often than not, like I don't know, I guess people aren't correcting me enough. Like I learn about it when I read it, right? And I'm like, oh shit, I've been saying that wrong or I've been using that wrong, and then I'll look it up. And that used to happen to me a lot, right? It doesn't happen so much anymore. And that's probably because I had a bad education uh, growing up and I was just reading things on my own. And so I would look things up, uh, uh, you know, words because I didn't know them. Um, and, and, and so and then you I, mis- I would just kind of discover this. In my and own. then you mispronounce them. Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, I still mispronounce all kinds of <laughs> Um But yeah, that too. Um, that too. But I would mean, I mean like how when you see a word used in a sentence and you're like, Either A, I don't know that word and I have to look yeah. it up, or B, um, shit, like it, it makes you realize, like like jive is a good example. I keep coming back to that. Like when you see that used and you're like, oh, when you see it on paper, it's obvious. And you're like, is that right? Like did the author get this right? Am I getting it yeah. wrong? And so then then you look it up and you figure it out, right? There's uh, There's been some discourse uh, that I've seen before talking about specifically uh, you shouldn't 
you shouldn't uh i don't want to say belittle or make fun of but you shouldn't like hold it against people if they mispronounce a word because usually that means that they learned it by reading and just normally don't have an opportunity to say it out loud and i don't have a lot of sympathy for that because they put pronunciation guides in the dictionary it's not hard like the pronunciation of every fucking word in the dictionary is right next to it so like you know figure it out and anymore go on youtube for god's sake like there's so many how do you pronounce this word type videos and i'm not saying they're all correct but for goodness sake yeah i think for me uh, there's a lot of words that i probably learned in in only got the definition out of context right like i never looked it up yeah you know and it just i saw it enough times that like you just understand what it means and so Oh, go ahead. There's there's that where it's just like, yeah, you know, like, but yeah, I guess even if I looked a word up, you're right. I probably never looked at the uh, the way to pronounce it. I know that's right there in the dictionary, but like I just looked at the definition. Yeah, we had a we had a friend. I'm not going to name names, but we had a friend who uh, he said uh, he said what was it? He was like uh, saying that he was listening to some some talk and the speaker seeged into another topic and we were like so taken aback we were like what did you just say and he said they seeged into another topic transitioned into another topic and we were like uh-huh. do you mean segued into another topic because he'd never yeah. connected he knew yeah. he knew segued right he knew segway right. so yeah and that's i feel bad because you use the word right you use that's it right right you, you you got the word you used it that's right. right like that's better than most man yeah absolutely like, and you just like you're obviously red at that point you're just not yeah like but we didn't but, we, gen- but I, we genuinely didn't think we understood him correctly because you know mm-hmm. it's not a sieg does not a fucking word and 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 had i felt at that point had to correct him and say yeah segued man like don't like it's fine that you said that in front of us but you don't want to say that shit in front of a room full of people right i can i can see that that's fine but he he must have felt so bad about that in retrospect sorry if you're listening (laughs) i don't think he is yeah that's tough um but ultimately like i guess you want to know yeah you know like I want to know, I don't want to be interrupted with it and I don't want it to take away from, uh, you know, the larger point of whatever I was talking about. Like it shouldn't derail, you know what I mean? Like it's tough in person because you can't, like you kind of have to stop someone and speak to them and, you know, it's, it's jarring when that happens, but what are you going to do? So do we have a... I don't think we're going to come to an agreement. No, on no, this, no. Though. We got some. We got some for sure. It's it's okay if someone asks you specifically for corrections. It's okay. Well, yes, for sure. It's okay if they have demonstrably wrong information that could uh, lead to harm of themselves or others, right? Yep. Uh, yep. And and I think it's okay if you are, and this is so like this is such a weaselly thing, uh, but if they are. If they are wrong about something that is potentially very embarrassing and you can discreetly do it in a way that doesn't make them feel belittled, <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's okay. I'm, I'm on, I'm on your side on that one too. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think that 
most people would argue with that. Although I'm certain, certainly open to it. Uh, you know, if you have a different idea, email us, uh, mailbag at noexpertspodcast.com, tweet at us at noexpertspod. If you want to share your own experiences of correcting others or having been corrected, that's cool too. I'm sure there's all kinds of examples that we didn't even think of or get into, you know? Yeah. Or if you just, I don't, I don't really want to hear people's pet peeves so much about, you know, the, the, <laughs> things people say that drive them crazy but if you have a case if you feel like you can make the case for the other side here that like people should be corrected a lot eh, go for it yeah i'm interested in hearing the counterpoints also if you'd like us to check something that you think you might have wrong i don't know that that's very useful but i'm willing to try <laughs> are you are you are you like me and 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 thinking that uh, horses and ponies are a different species? We'd we'd love to correct you on shit like that, as best we could. Yeah, before you wreck yourself. Yeah, that's right. Like um, I like I did on on tape or on MP3. Right. Was forever. that really? Yeah, that did happen. That didn't did it? happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> um, look, well, Jonathan, for all intensive purposes, oh, you you. You knew what you were you knew what you were talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh I think that's a good point to wrap it. Any closing thoughts? No. No, I think uh I think we've said enough. All right, that. great. Uh all right, so we're looking forward to emails and tweets if you have them and uh one way or another, either way we'll uh speak to you again in two weeks. Thanks for listening. <laughs>